B.C. government is offering renters up to $500 a month for the next three months to ensure British Columbians affected by the novel coronavirus crisis can keep paying for their home. The announcement was made on Wednesday by the province and there are now uh, now with an opportunity to react and fill us in on sort of what some of those details are is legal advocate with the Tenant Resource and Advisory Council, Rob Patterson. Rob, thanks so much for taking the time. My pleasure. So, yeah, I just want to start by getting your initial reaction to what happened on Wednesday. I mean, I'm sure, you know, being a, a, an advocate with the Tenant Resource Advisory Council, you know, there's got to be some, some word that you are hearing about tenants who are a little bit afraid about being able to, to pay their rent, both not only this month, but in the months coming. Um, so I guess just, you know, how do you feel about this particular program that was announced and being able to help people stay in their homes? Yeah, absolutely. We'd, we'd heard um, from tenants across the province uh, who were concerned and reaching out to, to our services for, for information and for help, sort of what the, the situation was going to be. And there, there is a bit more clarity, although there are still some more questions to be answered, I think, in the long term. Um, I, I think the biggest thing that tenants get out of, out of the government's announcement on Wednesday is the eviction moratorium. Um, so there are no evictions are allowed to happen in BC on an ongoing basis. Um, so that's notices to end tenancy that have been issued are, are void. Uh, and those uh, landlords are prohibited from issuing them going forward. They can't use those to, to evict tenants. Um, for those that are already in the system, so where landlords have already got an order of possession or a writ of possession, that becomes the jurisdiction of the courts, and that's a different question that's being resolved. Uh, but that moratorium is, is very good because it means that tenants who can't pay their full rent cannot be evicted for not, not paying that full rent. Um, the, the $500 a month or the up to $500 a month payment by the province, um, it's also a good thing. Um, but that payment, those payments actually, it's important to remember, are going directly to landlords. Right. Uh, so tenants apply for them. Uh, they're means tested to, to get up so somewhere between $100 and $500. Uh, and then the m- money is paid directly to the landlord. So it's really more of a landlord bailout. Um, but I, th- I mean, a lot of small landlords are struggling in, in these times. Um, the other really important thing for tenants to remember now, we've heard from a lot of tenants who are living in properties where, um, you know, for example, the landlord's been trying to sell and they've been having open houses and been, been very concerned. Um, and and the, those are no longer allowed to happen. Landlords can't act, uh, exercise their right to access tenants' units anymore, um, except with the explicit consent of the tenant. Uh, so people can, can sleep a little easier there. Uh, I think these measures, both the eviction moratorium and the, the, guest rest, uh, the access restriction, are super important because this is it's addressing the public health side of this issue. Um, you know, whether or not someone really deserves to be evicted right now isn't really the core question. The question is, you know, what's going to happen if they are evicted? They're going to have to uh, go into the world, try and find another home, which is going to be very difficult. Uh, but they're also going to have to interact with movers, with uh, real estate agents, with, with people in the community. And we're trying to keep that down. We're trying to, it's an essential part of this crisis is that we minimize that and we socially isolate. Uh, and eviction is a great way to socially de-isolate and throw yourself back out into the world. So right. um, for the good of, of public health, it's, it's very important. And also, you know, as the, as the government has promised, no tenant is going to lose their homes because of COVID-19. Uh, and, and the measures that have been announced so far will, should, you know, help that. Uh, but we think there's also some, some further things the government is going to have to turn their minds to in the long term as well. Now, you know, with the moratorium on evictions, though, there is, you know, a very, very minimal, um, uh, you know, uh, piece in there where, you know, there are still evictions that can be made, and, and they're obviously in very extreme circumstances. Um, I think that's important for some landlords out there who say, you know, who, who are concerned about a particular tenant and, you know, what could potentially arise, whether it be illegal activity or, or drugs and things along those late lines that, uh, you know, would be cause for a, a landlord to want to kick someone out, and, and having a, a moratorium 
on evictions as a whole would probably be an issue. So, I mean, uh, can you just speak a little bit to, to that small little piece in there that says, you know, if there is extenuating circumstances that people can and still be removed from their homes? And, and do, you, do you believe that was an important thing to still be in there just for landlords as well? Of course, yeah. I think that is an, an, a necessary balance here. Um, so the, the there's, I don't think there's been specific detailing of exactly how this will work, but the, the wording from the province is that in exceptional cases where landlords need to protect health and safety or prevent uh, serious damage to property, um, there's still an ability to apply for a hearing. I, I think that that is going to be uh, the, the branch already has, or the, the province has a process for landlords to apply for what's called an ex, an early end to tenancy. Um, it means where a landlord sort of has to prove that uh, there's a sort of very serious risk of harm, or there's very serious stuff going on, uh, and the burden of proof is usually higher. Um, so for people in, you know, in situations where, uh, you know, a person, a tenant is putting uh, the safety of others at risk in a building, for example, um, through, through serious and, and, and unreasonable behavior, um, landlords can still make that application. Um, so yeah, there, there's not a, if someone's acting very unreasonably and, and is potentially causing large amounts of damage or, um, putting themselves or others or putting others around them at, at risk, uh, of with their actions, there's still that ability to apply. Um, so that is, that is the exemption. Uh, and I think it, it is a reasonable one, uh, given, given, I think the concerns of some landlords who, who, who might have that, uh, sort of situations like that that they wouldn't want to be locked into. I think, um, Go ahead. Yeah. No, no, please. Okay, I was going to ask, uh, you know, I think the other important uh, piece of this that we haven't touched on yet was the, um, the the cap, basically, that was put on any sort of rent increases. Not a cap, but, uh, you know, rent, mm. uh, landlords cannot increase their rent right now as a result of, uh, uh, well, for any reason. And I think that's important given that we don't know how long this situation could last, uh, you know, what things might look like when we do eventually come out of this pandemic. Um, you know, how critical is that, the fact that landlords, you know, coming out of this can't just come out and say, okay, well, since I've been uh, having some trouble collecting rent over these last couple of months, that now I'm going to go ahead and increase it by as much as I'm legally allowed to. The fact that they're not going to be able to do that, how critical do you think that is for people who are going to be just trying to stay in their homes? Um, and you, who knows if they'll even have a job coming out of this? And, and the fact that they don't have to look at an increased rent bill is probably pretty important. Yeah, that's, that's very important. I mean, I think... Um on the one hand, I think a lot of tenants are going to come out of the situation having not been able to pay their full rent, and they're going to come out in rent arrears, and that's going to be a different issue to talk about. But certainly, I don't think, I think at this time, we have to remember that the this, this crisis is going to hit everybody, and there is a way, essentially, we have to share the burden of this. Uh, and, and this is one of the ways the burden is being shared, is that, you know, rents are going to have to be locked at what they are for the next little while, um, and that when this is over, uh, how the province deals with that, whether it allows sort of like a, a retroactive jump up or um, or some kind of some kind of catch-up feature, we, we have yet to know. Um, but certainly, at the present time, tenants knowing that, you know, this is my rent, it's going to stay my rent, uh, you know, at least for the duration of this crisis, uh, is, is some level of comfort. Um but I, I mean, even with that in place, there are going to be, I'm sure, many people whose work is, is affected uh, by the crisis who aren't going to make their full rent payments. Um, and that's going to, I think, pose a different longer-term problem. Uh, so someone who can't make their payments, uh, you know, in April and May, uh, even if, uh, or, or some number of months, uh, if the crisis is when it wraps itself up and that person is still in rent arrears, um, if the moratorium on evictions is lifted, they could, in theory, be evicted for non-payment of rent during that time. And a lot of these tenants, are, you know, we're not going to see ever recover the, the income that you lost 
to this crisis. Um, so I think the government is going to have to turn their minds to that in the long term. It looks at some kind of, you know, rent arrear forgiveness program or some kind of way where, you know, landlords can still uh, compensate at some of somewhat for the loss they suffered, but also the tenants aren't going to lose their homes because of this crisis. And, you know, um, whether that's now uh, through evictions, that's been stopped through the more term on evictions, but it's important that the government doesn't just punt this issue down the line so that, you know, when this crisis wraps up, we see a, a province-wide uh, wave of evictions. Um, there's going to have to be longer-term things to, in play, uh, but I'm sure they're turning their minds to that. Um, and for the meantime, it's important to remember that we're all in this together and everyone has to sort of bear the burden of this, of this issue um, in, in unison. Rob, uh, pretty much wraps up my line of questioning, but I did want to ask one thing before you left, you know, just in terms of the overall announcement that we heard on Wednesday and, and you know, what you've uh, been able to learn digging through that information here over the last day and a half. Is there anything in particular at this stage that, you know, maybe concerns you that wasn't addressed in this plan for either landlords or tenants or, or is there anything that, uh, you know, you just wanted to highlight that we haven't touched on yet? For sure. I mean, I think the government did a good job of, of striking that the, a rent, an eviction moratorium strikes a balance between, I think, what we would have liked to see, which is a, a, a rent moratorium, so that tenants wouldn't be obligated to pay rent during this period. Uh, it strikes a balance between that and, and what many landlord groups were asking for, which was effectively um, for the government to extend credit to tenants to then pay their rent with, um, which would effectively just put more tenants in debt uh, and not really provide any real release. Mm-hmm. So this is a good, I think, middle step. Uh, as sort of, sort of, as I sort of um, alluded to before, it's not a long, the long-term fix to the threat of eviction stemming out of this crisis. Um, the government's going to have to turn their minds to what happens to tenants who who aren't able to ever uh, pay back the rent that they couldn't pay during this time because of their lost employment. Um, but overall, I thought it was a very positive announcement. Uh, it's going to keep, hopefully keep people in their homes, allow them to self-isolate, help us as a province uh, address this public health crisis. Um, and, and I also was, I hope that many people will listen to the words of, of the Premier and of the Housing Minister, who called on everyone to work together, tenants and landlords to cooperate, to be reasonable with each other, uh, and to know that we all, all are going through this together. No one is going to come out unscathed uh, or unaffected, and that we have to work together. Yeah, definitely some great input there, Rob. Thank you so much for your time. Really do appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, uh, thank, thank you so much for taking the time to come on and speak to me. I think it's, uh, I think it's some good, uh, good information to get out there. So thank you so much. My pleasure. Happy to talk to you. And if any of you listeners have questions, feel free to reach out to uh, my organization at tenants.bc.ca. Awesome. Well, have yourself a, a great rest of your Friday. Enjoy the weekend if you can. Um, I know every day sort of feels like the same day at this point in time. So uh, I don't know if today feels like a Friday for you, but uh, enjoy it either way. Thank you very much. You too. Take right, care. Right on. That was uh, Rob Patterson, legal advocate with the Tenant Resource and Advisory Council.